Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to another episode on The Lucy Liu Show. This is Lucy Liu. May you be blessed this day, and may you be a blessing to others. Today on the show, I have a guest, Michelle Fernandez, who is a Facebook and Instagram ads strategist, a funnel expert, speaker, and host of the Traffic and Conversions Show. We're here to talk about powerful tips and simple systems to apply to your business on getting started on ads so that you can have the time and freedom to build a life and business you love. Michelle has run social media and funnel strategies and ads for many multiple seven-figure business owners, many of whom you probably follow already. So enjoy this conversation if you're looking to dig into Facebook ads and Instagram ads soon. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Love it that you're here. So I've been taught in order to connect and convert, it only takes about 40 seconds or we really have only about 45 seconds to connect with our audience. Mm -hmm. Is that the truth? Well, (laughs) yes and no. So usually the attention span of a human is almost less than of a goldfish, believe it or not. So we really have seven seconds to make that initial connection to basically make them stop their scroll. And then if we can get them to do that, then yes, the 40, 45 second is around the mark that you actually get to hold their attention for that long. Wow, seven seconds. What do you usually recommend for that seven seconds of oh my goodness. time? Right? And it's like, wait, do I really have just that short attention span? Yes, we probably do and don't realize it. So it's just basically stopping the scroll, like asking a question, shifting the belief, something that's, you know, or picture it like when you're watching, you know, your favorite sitcom or drama TV and then a commercial comes on, for the the news, right? And it's like something that you're eating for dinner could be killing you. And you're like, wait, what? Now I have to stay up to 11 o'clock to watch the news to see if I'm eating. That's the kind of thing where you're like, you know, are you making these mistakes that are causing you to X, right? Or you could be doing this one thing in your business to, you know, take it to the next level. So it's creating that curiosity that would actually make them you know, stop and look and asking a question is one of the best ways to do this because your brain automatically either wants to answer it, right. Or wants to know the answer. So sometimes we also like to prove that we're right or want to know if we're right. So that's always a really good um, way to capture someone's attention. Love that. So there are three pieces to building a funnel that converts. Teach us more about that. Okay. So every time I, I guess I should say when I first started, I always thought a funnel was literally like a landing page, right? That you would build like in lead pages, click funnels, Kajabi, something like that. However, when you're talking about a funnel or a marketing funnel, it's really getting someone who doesn't even know who you are all the way into not only the transaction of closing the deal, but really the transformation of the client, right? To actually get them the results of why you have this product or service that you offer. 
So the way I look at it, it's three different funnels where you have your ad funnel. So how are you taking that person to get them to know who you are, right? To invite them to your launch or to your thing, right? Get them to now look at your product once they know who you are and then close the sale. Then we have that landing page funnel that I was just talking about. So so what are you offering for free? How are you maybe giving them a low ticket offer? How are you inviting them into your challenge? And then, of course, the sales page and things like that. And then the last funnel is your email funnel. This is so good. And it all has to work in harmony in order for you to get those higher conversions. So the email is like you're starting out nurturing them. Once, let's say they get on your lead magnet or sign up for your boot camp or your challenge or your webinar. And then it's the sales sequence part of that that email funnel that gets them into the transaction and make a buying decision. Who do you think is ready for ads? Everyone. (laughs) I will say that you can start with ads and no matter how small you are, you definitely want to like you have to be seen to sell is the bottom line, right? There are ways and I always recommend to never like just do marketing with ads is to do it in combination organically right? But with your organic market can only get you so far, right? You eventually run out of people to see you or talk to you or even buy from you, right? So you're always wanting to be filling that funnel with new people. So you can run ads for as low as $5 a day, $3 a day um, for video views, let's say that can get people to make that connection because video is king and really makes that deeper connection faster because they get to relate to you and all that good stuff. So you can do something very little, start building that audience. So when you come out with your webinar or when you come out with that lead magnet, then your cost per lead will be so low because these are already people that are warmed up to you and know who you are and Facebook rewards you for that. So you talked about Facebook. What are Mm -hmm. the best types of ads to run prior to launching your product or services. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I always recommend definitely the video view campaigns, right? Because you're getting people to watch. And I always say the call to action in those videos should be something engaging, right? Ask them to comment in or ask them a question and have them answer. Another great ad to be running our traffic campaign. So if you have a podcast or a blog that you want to drive traffic off Facebook and onto that website, you obviously have to have your pixel installed so you can track those people. You want to look at it as, as if people are taking that extra step to click and go find you. So podcasts or blogs are so cool because it does two things. You should always have a call to action everywhere. So if you have a podcast and they're going, you're sending traffic there, what happens is they start binging, right? So that's another way for them to really build that no like trust and for them to become that raving fan. Same thing with your blog, right? Those that like to read, they're going to be sitting there and reading and in your blogs, whether it be a widget on the side of the page or some sort of call to action in your copy will then get them to that next step of that funnel to go on their journey with you as their guide. So those are definitely two that I would start running. You can do them for very minimal cost. And then of course, a conversion campaign, if you do have some sort of a lead magnet, Um, or like a free webinar or something like that, that you can also be doing to build your list as well. 
Thank you. You mentioned that you can start with very little ad spend, such as three, four dollars a day. Yes. If you were to run a six-figure launch,、hmm. what is the average dollar amount your clients spending with your agency, though? Hmm. Well, we have. I I always say it depends on your audience, meaning that if your audience is competitive, so. Like if you're, let's say, a coach or a course creator, a lot of that is competitive because we're all competing for the attention of certain audiences that you're targeting. So I have some that spend five thousand dollars for a six-figure launch. I have some that spend fifteen thousand dollars for a six-plus-figure launch. So it all kind of goes. And then I have some that spend two thousand dollars for a six-plus-figure launch. So it all really depends. And and I always say, like, don't be threatened by the budget because when you do the budget calculator and, and you reverse engineer, like, how many leads I need to get this many sales. It could be a little daunting, right? Especially when you're first starting out, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, am I ever going to be able to do this?" However, you always want to have some sort of marketing budget, and it's like, what is the best way that you can make that budget work for you? And then when I talked about the other three parts of the funnel, it's kind of like you need to make sure your landing page is on point. So whatever traffic that you're sending there, it's going to get the highest conversion possible. For you to get that lead, right? Again, with your emails, you want to make sure that your emails are written so well that it's so compelling that they have to take that action in the email. Same thing if on your webinar or your launch, you want to make sure that you're doing the best job that you can, following a proven method to get these people、um, to seed to seed your product and to make sure your pitch is also compelling for them to take the action. So it's like, what can you improve on each of these other steps to kind of offset that budget, if you will? I love that. For those who are just starting out, maybe just doing things on their own, spending minimum budget. What are your recommendations? Whenever you look at it, I always say to spend between ten to twenty percent of your budget on that top of funnel, meaning cold audience, people who don't know who you are. Um, with that brand awareness, so with those video views, with the post engagement, with those traffic, and then spend about anywhere between like sixty percent of your budget on the conversion campaign. So a conversion campaign, Facebook is looking for people who will give their name, an email, or credit card information in exchange for something of value. So you start by warming them up, and then do that. And then, if you have budget left over, I would look into some sort of retargeting, like especially once they know who you are and have gone through your funnel, and now you're trying to close the sale and leave the money on the table. But if you don't have any extra money, I would put it all to the first two: brand awareness and conversions. Thank you for your wisdom. I love how you do done for you services. As entrepreneurs and as real business owners, you really need to be concentrating on you know your zone of genius instead of letting all these tech overwhelm you, right?、Mm -hmm. So, if someone were to launch ads, say for something, a service or a product they're launching, how soon before the launch should they be doing these ad work? Yes. Okay. So that I'm so glad that you asked this question because I can't tell you how many times, whether it be a client of mine comes to me or I'm coaching in someone's program, and they're like, "So my 
webinar is on Tuesday and I want to start ads. And it's like the Saturday before or the Friday before. That's not enough time. (laughs) But when you hire, when you're doing it on your own, you want to, or even with an agency, you want to start the ads at least seven to 10 days before the event, because you don't want to give it way too much time where people sign up and then they forget about it. Right. So that's the time that you should plan on marketing. Now, when you're going to plan, what I always say, if you're not in a launch, you're always in a runway. So that's why when you ask me, when should we be running ads or who should we, it's like everyone all the time, right? Because you want to be building these audiences. So when you're doing it on your own, depending on your budget, I would start running some video views, building your list at least three weeks before the seven to 10 days before your event. And when you're going to an agency, remember the agency does, there's a lot of work, whether you do it or the agency to prepare your audiences, set up the events, make sure everything is like, you know, kosher, if you will, in ads manager to prepare the copy, write the copy, prepare the creatives and things like that. So you do have to give yourself ample time to prepare. So you don't, say at the end, man, if I would have done this, or I should have done this, and I was rushing to do that, you want to give yourself time to make sure you're preparing the content that is going to be, how do I say it, like right before, like what they need to know before, the what and the why before they get into your thing, right? Why they need to sign up. You need to prep that. Thank you. And what do you think is the biggest difference between Facebook and Instagram ads? Right now, it's funny because really there you can prepare the same ad that shows up in both places. One of the things that a lot of people think is, oh, all my people are on Instagram, right? Nobody I know is on Facebook. But we need to remember that there's like 3 billion people on Facebook. So your people are there. So that would be number one that I think is a misconception, if you will. The other thing is the difference is with Facebook, you can run longer video ads, whereas on Instagram, you can only do two minutes. If you wanted to do something longer, because remember, the longer they watch, the more highly qualified they are, because we talked about at the beginning of this show where our attention span is low. But if we can get someone to sit with us for five minutes, right, you know that that person is into what you're saying and they're, you know, they're liking you, they're relating to you or making some connection with you. So I would say that's the biggest difference that I see. However, there is nothing wrong with just a two minute video. Thank you. And where can our audience find you if they want to learn more about ads? Yeah, you can find me at the Michelle Fernandez on Instagram, um, or you can check out my podcast at the Traffic and Conversion Show. Thank you so much for your knowledge. Oh, I love this. This was so much fun. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 